is caught. It's history. A Cardinals four-game sweep of the Cubs and Wrigley for the first time since 1921. St. Louis back in the postseason. First time since 2015. A Wrigley Field massacre. And how sweet it is. And Bader launches one out to deep left. Into Big Matt Lynn and he hit the painting. He hit the painting for Fred Bird. You've got to be kidding me. Saruti, and this is another Conversations with Saruti, although this Conversations with Saruti will be different than most others. Today, I am just going to tell you uh, kind of the plan for all of this, in case you have never heard one before. A couple weeks ago, I talked with a collegiate catcher, Jason Hanniger, a former collegiate catcher, who talked with me about the value of a catcher in baseball and how that pertains to Yadier Molina and the St. Louis Cardinals. Last week, I talked with Corey Sanzone about the uh, impact of the Nolan Arenado trade on St. Louis. And that is more of what I want this podcast to be. I want it to be conversations with people in the know, uh, people who I like, people who I enjoy interacting with, uh, just to talk baseball. Uh, One of the reasons for this is you may have read a piece of mine this offseason about my father passing and uh, over last summer. And it was a rough Cardinals season without him. It was a rough offseason without him. He was my person I talked baseball with once, twice, four, five times a week, depending on how often I could get a hold of him. And we both had time to talk. Um, it was typically every day to every other day that we would discuss baseball throughout the course of the year. And it might be a 10 minute conversation. It might be a two hour conversation. And we would just talk random ideas. We would talk about things that I was going to write about. We would talk about things that I had yet to write about, uh, that gave me ideas of things to write about. We would talk about things I already wrote and where he came at that from. And it was just always so wonderful to get those ideas out. Uh, I found that this past season, I did not have somebody to bounce those ideas off of. And so these conversations with Saruti kind of came about that way, that I really wanted to talk baseball more than just typing back and forth with somebody on Twitter while I'm busy with the kids anyway, or while I'm trying to watch a show with my wife and she's doing work and I'm playing around online or whatever. And so you listeners are kind of becoming my people for that. And the guests that I have on each week are kind of becoming my people for that. Um, My third guest is going to be uh, Brendan Schaefer. And that episode will probably air before this one. Uh, He is a KMOV reporter. Um, He is their sports reporter, so not just Cardinals. And 
that one should be fun. I am taping this podcast right now, the day before I tape that one or record that one or however you want to call it. I'm not up with the podcast lingo just yet. The plan for this podcast is simple. It is uh, going to be semi-regular, but I'm not going to schedule anything. It might be once a week. It might end up being twice a month. It might end up being once a month. Um, trying to start off with a bang and get as many as I can done while topics are at hand. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing a Nolan Arenado trade podcast as my second ever podcast. Of course, I didn't think it was going to happen. I had no idea that it would, uh, nor did much of Cardinals Twitter. Um, this will likely be my only solo episode. This is not my preferred method of recording podcasts. This is not the typical content that I would like to produce. Um, I'm a teacher by trade. Um, I teach middle school mathematics. I love it. I love working with students. I love explaining things and talking with them and interacting with them every day. And I think that is kind of where this goes. I think having to talk to people and explain things all day long at the day job lends itself to doing podcasts with other people people. If I had to do what, um, say, Kyle Reese does on Prospects After Dark, uh, it would not go well. I would have questions that I couldn't prepare for ahead of time, and I would freeze up and everybody would leave before I could give any semblance of a real answer. Um, So my goal here is to attempt to bring in knowledgeable, interesting guests every time I do this. Um, Some of them may end up being one-time invites. Others may be regular guests. Um, So far, I have loved talking with Jason Hanniger, and I've loved talking with Corey Sanzone, and um, I I would love to have them back. Uh, I currently have written down a list of like 15 people that I want to have on at some point or another. Some of them are names as Cardinals fans that you will have heard. Some of those are names as Cardinal fans that you may not have heard because it's a buddy of mine from California or a buddy of mine from D.C. that I would just love to talk baseball with and have it to look back on at some point. Um, I will also be occasionally going over some of the work that I have put in at Birds on the Black. Um, You kind of heard a little bit of that in my Nolan Arenado podcast that I will be referencing back to work that I do on the website. Um, I feel like the work that I do there is stuff that I do deep dives into. And so I get to know the data fairly well. And so I feel like it is kind of fun to look at in a visual way on the website, especially when Nick Childress or Cardinals Gifts can just cook up something magical there. Um, but I think that sometimes talking things out is a better outlet for that material. I think maybe, uh, for those auditory learners to go back to a day job, uh, a day job way of putting it, I guess, um, for those auditory learners, maybe this will be a better outlet for that. I don't plan on doing a podcast for each one of my pieces, however. Some of the podcasts I do are going to be with people from Viva Alberto's or Redbird Rants or other places where uh, there are people whose data-influenced articles are people that I respect completely. And I want to hear the 
the verbal version of what they did for their article because I was fascinated by something they wrote. Um, I've actually already recorded one with Matt Graves of Redbird Rants. It didn't air because it was just kind of a practice podcast. But he wrote about Seam Shifted Wake, and he wrote about um, other pitch spin and pitch mirroring things that I have not delved deep into. And uh, I may just end up airing that as a podcast at some point on conversations with Saruti because Matt Graves came up with some fascinating information that, that you guys should really go check out at Redbird Rants if you haven't yet. Um, throughout that episode, you'll hear the noviceness of me because I sat there calling it Redbird Daily the entire time we were on the podcast. So uh, thank goodness that wasn't my first one because everybody would have laughed me out of town. Um, in any case, um, other things I want to talk about really quickly before I let you go. This is meant to be just a quick primer on the conversations with Saruti since I'm not having a conversation with anybody but myself right now. And I'm already up to eight minutes of rambling. And you really don't want to hear much more than that. Um, I am somebody who, while I like to do deep dives into Saber Metrics, uh, as you can here in the first podcast with Jason Hanniger, I will like to go into the scouting side of things. I will like to go into um, strategy in the game. Uh, I don't mind going down the narrative path of, of how the stories play out throughout the course of the year. Um, I really try to keep a level head during the baseball season and not let the narratives get the best of me. And that's the side of me that I think comes out on Twitter, but I've also been a coach. Um, my dad was a softball coach for years and years and years. And I grew up in a household that was all about teaching and coaching. And so as early as high school, I was coaching youth roller hockey in the St. Louis area. Uh, once I grew up old enough to be older than the kids my dad was coaching in the summers, I would help be an assistant coach on the softball field. Once I started teaching, I became a an absolutely horrendous volleyball coach. But, but boy, the, those girls and I had a lot of fun, um, and we were competitive, and we enjoyed playing for the sake of playing because I couldn't teach a darn thing in volleyball. Um I still coach girls basketball at times. Uh, this year I took a year off because of COVID. Um, I've coached middle school football. Um, and so I've coached lots of different things. Uh, funnily enough, never baseball um, because I'm weird like that. No, uh, because at the middle school level, which is kind of where my heart's at in terms of teaching, um, I don't know how many of you were middle school boys at one point or another, but uh, middle school girls tend to actually listen better to coaching because middle school boys think they have it all figured out at all times, basically, um, except for in the math classroom, which is what I fight every day. Um, in any case, uh, I like to come at things from a coach's side of view too. And so I know that people aren't robots. And I realize that while my brain says hitting in the four hole should be just like hitting in the one hole or the seven hole, um, that's not always going to be the case. While one guy could be absolutely nails pitching in the seventh and eighth inning, that ninth inning, there's a human side to things and pressure can get to people. 
Um, while there may not be anything known as clutch statistically, you're going to have those players who just want to be up at back in the key situations. You heard in Nolan Arenado interviews how he wants the ball hit to him. He knows he is prepared for every single thing that could happen. And so in the clutch situations, he's not the guy out in the field looking at you scared going, don't hit it to me, don't hit it at me, don't hit it at me. He's saying, pitch to contact, let him hit the ball to me. I want to end this inning right now. And that means a ton to a coach. Um, And so I understand that side of things too. The problem is I don't have access to the dugout. I don't have access to the locker room. And so that's part of what conversations with Saruti is going to be is me trying to expand my guest list and who I can talk to about these things and try to get as much insight as I can um, to not only help with my writing and not only bring more eyes and ears to the birds on the black family, but for me to get as much information as I can just to have it and to have fun with it and to discuss baseball because I miss discussing baseball. Um, I was thinking about talking about other things that I'm kind of planning for this year, but I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. So here's what I will say. Um, my projections, which I do every year, are a formulaic approach. It is not a prediction. It's not what I think will happen this year. Um, I give those along with my projections. But the projections are completely statistical based. They are in a spreadsheet. I input numbers uh, from a player's past, both at the minor league or overseas and major league level, and apply some formulas to it. And it spits out what it thinks the player will do at the major league baseball level in 2021. There are a lot of things wrong with my projections. Um, I don't have, for instance, a way to do league neutral stats exactly. So translating Nolan Arenado's numbers from Coors to Bush will not show up in the projections until probably two or three years into his time at Bush. Um, For example, um, bringing up a guy like Nolan Gorman or Dylan Carlson this year, uh, for examples, those guys are not going to show up well in my projections because they have not played much at the major league or upper minors levels. And so I kind of have to take with a grain of salt the aspects of my projections that I don't have good answers for statistically um, and, and just chalk it up to I'm still working on projections each and every year. I'm getting closer and closer to having some of that built in, but I just don't exactly know how to do it yet. Anyway, those should be coming out fairly soon. I usually try to start those as close to spring training as I can. Nick Childress is actually on the cover art this year, and I think he's doing some stuff that you guys are really going to enjoy. They're going to look uh, similar to last year's, but different nonetheless. Uh, A little 
fun aspect of them, which I will not ruin the surprise of, but it lends well to when I do my mid-season and post-season reports on how well my projections went or how terrible my projections were. Um, and so that, that'll be a cool thing to look forward to. Um, sounds to me like spring training might get pushed back a bit. We might be looking at two weeks instead of one and they're cutting down the number of games. And so I may not start doing projections until March or mid-March. Maybe my spring break turns into a lot of writing and just pumping out projection after projection. I'm not sure yet, but uh, I'm going to set a tentative date on maybe March 1st, getting those first sets of projections going. Season doesn't start until April this year. Uh, April 8th is the first home game I saw KMOX post earlier online. I'm not exactly sure when the first road game is. Usually we start on the road, so I'm guessing April 3rd or 4th. Um, So hopefully I'll have my projections starting over a month before the season starts with those guys we know will be on the roster. And then once we get to the guys who may or may not make it uh, on the roster, it'll be a lot closer to the start of the season. So we'll have a better idea of what playing time might look like for them. All right. Uh, I've taken enough of your time today. Hope you enjoyed those 16 minute primer of what in the world conversations with Saruti is going to sound like. And there's my bell to, no, just kidding. That's our typical bell. I am on an AMI day today. Uh, so students are not here and I'm on my plan period for another few minutes. Uh, have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoyed this, uh, not conversation with Saruti, but just Saruti babbling till next time. Have a great week.